It's nice though. It's nice to have a change. Well, they're all they're also different from previous, you know. Except Callum, who's oh, still yeah. playing volley. Fuck off. They've <laughs> <laughs> got a lot less attitude. and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop Bellum Draconis. We are a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical homebrewed world of Aerith in the kingdom of Sleetgard. My name is Mark and I am the Dungeon Master. And also with us for this week's episode, we have Callum, who plays the Warforged Artificer Alpha. Feeling hot, hot, hot. We've got Will, who plays the human cleric Emron. It's getting hot in here. Darren, who plays the high elf artificer Reigns Haddo. In the summertime, when the weather is fine, you can... And we have Ian, who plays the tiefling warlock, Nix Corral. Summer, summer, summertime. That's such a lovely theme of heat. Thank you so much, guys, for that. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. I like that we're still, many of us, wearing our vests. What was it? Vests or less? Vests or less. Vests or less. Vests or less. Vests or less. And Darren. And Darren. Yeah. yeah. He's wearing the woolly jumper. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be our uh, sister pod, not sister pod. Vests so. for less. No. It's like phones for you. But anyway, right. Um, anyway, uh, we are unfortunately um, still moroterless, as you probably told. I mean, Danny is ready and raring to go. We know that absolutely. But unfortunately, we can't really have him back until these guys have, have rescued Marota because otherwise it would be very awkward for a while. I, so I fancy us doing city. other stuff That's for now. Yeah. You know. Danny's literally there in the wings, twiddling his thumbs, going, come on, guys. I'm, I, you know, I came here to eat tofu and play D&D, and I've eaten all my tofu, <laughs> and he just can't play D&D yet. Yes, that is a vegan uh, reference, and yes, it's because I love you, Danny. But uh, nonetheless, we are waiting on the party to rescue Marota, who is still missing. But last week's episode, what in... Aerith's name. No, what in Akiva's name Emron's happened last name. week? Emron's name. Emron's name. God. What happened last week? Well, normally we would go to our Chronicle of Danny, but obviously he is unavailable at the moment. So we're going to pass over to our rules consultant, Will, who's going to fill us in on what happened on the very, very long, very tumultuous, very, very deep episode of Fellowship of the Tabletop from last week. Previously on Sharp Economics, Fellowship of the Tabletop. <laughs> The crew went shopping. They went to the great and bountiful shop of Gessalt's Swords and Shields. There, they met the fine blacksmith, Milbury Ashmore, a man with missing the odd pinky. <laughs> so they went there. There was a lot of haggling. I mean, a lot of haggling. But anyway, we'll move on from that. Eventually, the party, after much haggling and much soul-searching of their purses, where Nyx was still holding back. The party managed to walk away with three shields, some armor, and some potions, happy that they were now going to go towards the Elven Ear to continue their plan to eventually rescue Marota. Now, tune in and see what happens. Thanks, Will. We head past the central square, Vita Square, as it has been renamed since the destruction of the Blight, and through the large, busy uh, marketplace. 
you can see next as you walk past New York City. Next, next, you can see comma next comma a, a, a familiar figure as you walk through the town as you approach uh, Vita Square. You see on a large number of crates a halfling, a female halfling with uh, her hair tied back tight in a brown bun behind her head, obviously, um, wearing a light blue jacket. You recognize this as Lasariel, who is doing her morning um, heralding as she uh, shouts out about the, the heroes of Goldview over and across uh, the group. No one seems to really be paying attention as you kind of walk on through the area. The sun is now high in the sky. It's probably about midday at this point as you've walked from the south at, at the uh, the store that Will so uh, astutely described to us just now, Gesselt's uh, Sword and Shield, up towards the exit on uh, one of the uh, internal roads towards the center of Sleet Guard. Uh, sorry, the center of Sleet Guard on the Ashcroft Road. Outside the city walls is where you are aiming for. You're looking for the Elven Ear. And to do that, you need to go out along the Ashcroft Road, past the gates, and to a, a, a shop on the left, which was told to you by Milbury. You take your left onto Ashbury Road and head up through the busy uh, cargo-filled streets. You notice a lot of internal goods coming in. You also notice, in this area particularly, in the center of town, more and more of the charred buildings, many of which are still destroyed, many of which are not touched, nonetheless. It seems to be only specific streets, specific areas that have been badly hit by the dragon attack that only happened a few days ago. You continue along the road until you pass towards the gates of the city. And at the gates of the city, you notice two guards stood either side and one member of the Abkriskra. You recognize this from the purple robes and uh, um, uh, dark blue staff that this chap holds in his hand. The staff has leant against the wall and he has stood cross-armed, chatting and laughing with the two guards. None of them really seem to be paying attention. Most of the time they seem to just be ferrying in and allowing the goods to flow freely in or out of the city. They don't seem to be stopping anyone or asking any questions. The mood is light. The sun is high. We start walking towards the gates. You can probably see them about, probably about 100 feet away at this moment as you walk towards them. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, being as everyone's going to think Mark's on a delay, if we uh, keep being quiet for too long, um, Emron <laughs> will look to Nick's and Reigns and be a bit like, well, lads, this is uh, your show, as it were, from this point on, I think. All right. Well, we keep it simple. If you can do that, Nick's, we're looking to move some goods you can decide what from down here down towards dralak and we want to know how we can do it without having to take the the main roads we're looking for the scenic route where people don't tend to uh, ask too many questions yeah sure awesome just uh let's just take a moment here okay follow my lead all be okay Let's just go over what we want, what exactly we want here. What's the what's the end game? We need to first of all know what routes the Jade Blood Drops can get Marauder out of the city. And, you know, if we were to be able to uh know whereabouts they might be holding her, that's a bonus, but we might struggle to find that from this person. But you never know. I think that's, that's about it, don't you think, Reigns? 
year, I think we're mostly looking for where we can look to surprise these people ourselves in the way that they surprised us on the road a couple of hours from the city. No more than that. Okay. Okay. No problem. Let's, uh, let's do, uh, before we go, uh, Reigns, do you want to show up so that Alpha and Emron can see exactly why we're here? Was there an advert that you took some sort of weird thing? Oh, of? yeah. Oh, I mean, I can, I can revisit that. If that what people would like one second. I mean, they go into the bag of holding, pull out one of the Rubik's cubes, play entry log four two one, and what comes up is the notice board. And I'm just going to sleep my niece or no. Will anybody help? No, they do not own no. Ah, I hate it. And this is verbatim. I hate it when items you want don't end up in your house without you having to pay any money for it. Of course, I know this is illegal and I would never commit the crime. If you share my love for the law and not breaking it in any way for massive monetary gains and support of a local merchant, visit my shop and I'll point at the oven here. The oven here. And then just dismiss the image and drop the Rubik's Cube back in the bag of holding. Okay, so follow my lead. Just remember the goals in your head. Act a little bit like you don't want to be there, but at the same time, you are interested in what he's got to say. Okay? Okay. I presume Let's do we this. Don't, I presume we don't want me with my royal sigils on my... About level. that, maybe Reigns Alpha stay outside for just a heartbeat. Emron, come with me and then give it... Give it two minutes, and then Reigns come in with Alpha and act like patrons, okay? Okay, it's not a bad idea. We can do that. Okay, everyone, follow me. Two minutes, guys. <clears throat> Ready? Let's go. Right. You head and- towards the door of the Elven Ear, and you notice this large, almost Tudor-esque building stands out different to the others around it, even to the one next to it. It has a large uh, set-out front window and a large, heavy-set door that stands only slightly ajar compared to other the shops whose doors are very much open for business through the day. As you step inside to the dusty, dark uh, store, you notice only one or two small candles lit around the space. This whole space is filled with stuff and dust and dirt and just... It feels like a kind of like a a, um, a storage space, really. The the only thing that you know for certain makes this not a storage space is the fact that everything has a small card price placed either on or next to it. You look around and there's kind of like literally big, big stacks of things, of books and of items all kind of piled up, which uh, stops your view directly through the large store. But you can see directly straight ahead to the far end. And you do see a uh, a small, relatively old, talking kind of in his late 60s uh, man stood there. He is hairless aside from two very clear mutton, are they mutton chops, the ones that just come down the side of your... Yeah, 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 mutton chops. Yeah. Two grey mutton chops that come down, perfectly clean shaven down the central portion. Um, but the rest of his head is totally bald, except just these mutton chops. He's wearing a very uh, polite 
suit, I would call it, with a tie and a white shirt and a waistcoat upon that that's all very done up, very tight. The problem being is, though, that he has a bulging stomach and it means that it pulls heavily and haughtily on all the lower buttons. Um, he also wears upon his hands two very ornate green gloves as he stands quill in hand writing at the desk behind. He looks up to see you both and smiles. If there's anything you need, please feel free to come and speak to me. And continues. Oh, absolutely. Will do. We're, we're just here straight from Clay Peak Hall. We, uh, we saw your advertisement on the notice board there and we had to come and have a look at this place. He, without making eye contact, puts the pen down and shuffles, um, literally kind of scuttles over to the door and just quietly pushes the door to slightly. You notice he, he, he moves a lot with his hands. His hands seem to gesture a lot around and rest, rest are kind of up underneath his chin, almost resting them, kind of placing them upon where his like heart might be in the middle of his chest. I wish you wouldn't say that quite so loud, you know. It might uh, put some other patrons off. Please come here. Let's, let's go towards my desk near the back. Absolutely. Sorry. Is uh, Clay Peak Hall uh, uh, bad? I'm not from this area. Uh, I've just arrived here on the Esmeralda, the big ship in the dock. You might have seen it. But me mentioning Clay Peak Hall puts you at unease? Oh, no, good sir. Not Clay Peak Hall in particular, but just the uh, <clears throat> the preclutivity of what I put in the note uh, might ruffle some feathers if you uh, get patch, patch, get my drift. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, because yes, we are talking about stealing here, aren't we? We're talking below the belt stuff, yes? Right. I didn't expect you to be so open about it. Well, I've shut the door and no one can hear me with the door shut, can they, really? Well, I don't know. There is some uh, unnerving types around here. Are you sure there's no one else in the shop? Uh, no, not many people come this far out this early in the morning to my shop, so you are the only... T you say there's some other folk outside, and he's going to shuffle over and, and peek through the door. Oh my, there are. Look at those two chaps down there. I might shut the door and lock it just to stop any other folk coming well, in while yes, we talk. I would, because those people out there are more royalty, and we're trying to broker a deal with you but we've had to wait a while for the shop to just open up and be free oh my oh my indeedy okay well uh you know what i'll just shut the door i won't lock it hopefully they'll take the message <clears throat> you shuts the door emron during this has just been stood sort of behind nick sort of got a shield and his hammer on his back and his satchel he sort of folded his arms just trying to do his best sort of i don't know muscle kind of hide muscle kind of act for the moment uh i should really introduce myself shouldn't i my name's tristan tristan green eye and you are and he gestures towards nix nox pleased to meet you and this is my friend fred Knox and Fred, nice to meet you both nice pseudonyms i think appropriate given the situation Knox and Fred. Fred is the You're large one. Very here. perceptive, intelligent individual already. But I don't, I've never heard of you. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself before we uh, broker any sort of deal and help you in any sort of things that you need helping with? 
Well, given the clandestine nature of our dealings and our job that's about to take place, young, uh, <clears throat> Knox, I think it best I keep most details to myself. Uh, suffice it to say that I, I am the owner and proprietor of this here shop since my great-great-great-great-great-grandfather passed away not too long ago, and I took over from him here. Unfortunately, the place is in dire straits, and unfortunately, legal means does not seem to bring forth the equitable amount of income I require for my life style, which is rather lavish, to say the least, which is to say the most, which is rather lavish in itself. You're uh, ah. quite open about this, then. Well, the door is shut and the store is empty. I thought only best to be honest with you. Sorry, I'm really having fun with this. The door. <clears throat> I love that. <laughs> I am being honest because, as I mentioned, uh, auditorily, you cannot hear through the oak. Right. So what pushed you to make this advertisement? Because we're the kind of people, you sounds like we could help you out. But we need to know who we're jumping into bed with. Why would you put an advertisement like that into the clay peak hall? The problem being is that the dealings I currently have are with people that are appropriate more in assassinations and uh, uh, summoning devils and demons and the like. And it, this just wasn't their kind of boat of fish, if you know what I mean. This was something much lighter and actually more pirate-based than I would consider the need of assassins or satanic rituals, so to speak, or indeed that of mages or clerics. I have many friends in many circles, but you don't want to bother them with belligerent things about uh, greed if indeed they are not the greedy types. I do not know many pirates, but I do know lots of dangerous people, you see. So uh, feelers were put out without putting people out, if you catch my drift. So on hearing the word pirate, Nix draws himself up to full length and uh, does a little twirl. If you're after pirates, my friend, I'm at your service. Nox Perel. I am the great pirate from the Esmeralda, as I have just said, the ship that's currently in the dock. And if you are needing a pirate, me and my friend here, Fred, he's the quartermaster on our ship. We're here to help you. And we need some work. He looks to both of you for a second. Fantastic. Let me just put one final card on the table, so to speak, if you will pardon the expression and palaver here. Um, I don't get fucked with. If you mess me over, as I said, I have friends that will kill for much less. So just bear that in mind that I may seem lighthearted and equivocal in the way in which I speak, but I'm rather uh, straight to the point if you get, if again you take my meaning. Uh, yes, absolutely. And um, cards on the table. What is the job? you would require us to do. The job is this. There are some rather f rare fabrics that are being shipped over from Dralak uh, that have come in, that will be coming in eventually across the Bronstorm Sea. If these fabrics were to uh, fall off the boat and end up in my store, uh, I would pay handsomely for the remuneration of these materials that, of course, I would then take and pass back to their rightful owners back in Dralak in good time for a hefty profit. From Dranic. Well, that's where the uh, the silks do come from eventually. Um, they come over on boats. They're heading away, unfortunately, stopping in the Goldview ports and then off to the Sanguine Lands. What a waste. Why not keep them here? Why not keep them in Goldview? That's what I say. Make a profit for profit's sake. So you need someone to go and intercept the ship before it reaches the Goldview Harbour? 
Well, or at the Goldview Harbour, whatever your means of transportation and stealing best suits your piracy needs, uh, Knox Perel, uh, whatever works for you is what works for you. I know they'll get in relatively soon, in the next couple of days maybe, but uh, it's really your call. Uh, depending on the oceans or how quick those Drelak people really can stack a boat, I don't know how well they can particularly. Sometimes it might take a while. I haven't many dealings with them, to be honest. What's the reward? For such a fine treasure, because you're asking quite a lot. Is this ship armed? I have no idea. Probably not. It's only a merchant vessel. Uh, 560 gold pieces. That is the reward, uh, depending on the quality of the goods, obviously. If they are blood-stained or ripped and the like, or I can see brain matter upon them or any other such uh, destructive features, then the price will be knocked down, obviously, for cleaning purposes, as you can imagine. But pristine conditions, with the amount and weight I'm expecting, 560 gold pieces. How many rugs are you, or carpets, are you looking to pilfer here he, he scoffs at this they're not rugs or carpets nox perel they are the finest silks of dralak which i will make into fantastic clothes and actually some curtains as well thank you very much and sell for a massive and very tidy profit for myself uh, how many items of this silk are you requiring the mm-hmm. ship worth surely not no, the whole ship, they'll probably up to in including 3,000 gold pieces worth of materials upon that, but the like of which does not interest me. I'm not interested in what else they have on the ship. The other goods they might have on there, they're yours for all I care. All I want are the silks. And when does this ship come to port? couple of days, I think. It depends, like I said, on how long it takes for them to, to stack the ship in Dralak before it comes over here. They'll get rid of some of their cargo here and then take the silks and other things over to the Sanguine Lands. What a waste. Keep them here, I say. Let's keep them in, in, in sleep guard. Let me talk to my colleague about this, if you'd be so kind. Of course, take your time. I'll be back there with my wares. And he wanders back and starts making notes. Out of earshot as well, kind of a 10, 15 meters away. I must admit, Emron, he's uh, put me on the back foot with being so open about this. However, we might have been able to um, procure a bargain here. What say that we take this job and instead of gold, we ask for information? No. About the, it's a simple job on a ship. I have a ship. I have means to complete this job. I've, I've, I've no. I don't steal from folk. This is more like borrowing. Circle of life. I don't want steal from folk. So how do you think we should proceed here? Because I'm thinking we could use this as a bargaining tool to get the information that we need. And all that's required is a light bit of finger work from one vessel to another. I, I don't steal. So am I right in thinking that this is you not stealing is now because of our bond stopping me from stealing? I. How do you suggest we go about getting the information then? I'd just be very forthright and say, look, 
we're trying to shift stuff. We're not out to do him any favours at the moment. You know, we don't know him. It could be a setup. I don't think you it's know. a setup, Emron. This is a pretty standard pirate I'm, affair. Like I've done I'm, this. I'm, I'm saying that's what you could say. Your concern that we're being given a gift horse, and you know, you don't normally expect a job like this. I would imagine to come on silver platter. You know, as a as a as a man at sea, how often does a job like this come wandering along? Steering them from vessels comes along more than you think. <sighs> Fine. Let's see what we can do. Ha, hello. Sorry about that. Come to a decision, have we, finally? My friend has uh, concerns. He's the strong, silent type, doesn't talk a lot. And when he does, it's very honest and straight to the point. Oh, dear. What problems does he have? Well, to be fair, he's thinking a job like this for that high of reward doesn't come along very often so he's he's being cautious and saying how do we know you're trustworthy knowledgeable and have dealt in this kind of salubrious nature before he pauses for a moment well you don't that's all part and parcel of dealing with people below the law or above the law depending on which way you choose to look at it how many people below the law would you say you've dealt with? Or is this your first time? Because if well, it is your first time, there is more co- cause for concern. Well, this is my first time dealing with a piracy, so to speak. But I have had six individual members of different uh, guilds across the lands murdered, if that counts. Just throwing it out there. As I mentioned, I have friends in high places when it comes to the salubrious, as you call it, ways around the world. Unfortunately, I don't want to bother them with something as mundane as piracy, you see. Well, I've heard tell of some group out there when I was drinking in the Clay Peak Hall. The Jade Blood Drops. Why couldn't you ask them? Do the Jade Blood Drops are people smugglers? They don't deal with the likes of piracy. They barely get on a boat. I don't think they even know how to spell boat, if you ask me. Well, if they smuggle people, surely they can smuggle silks. Well, they don't smuggle across the sea. They smuggle across the land. And they only deal between the borders of the towns, but the places between Dralak, prefer- preferentially, mainly between Sleekgard and Dralak, and anything to the other side of it, which is probably the Haral Empire, or internally. They stay off the seas. It's not their area of expertise. Why do you ask so much about the jade blood drops all of a sudden? I want to know the kind of person that you are is all and give me a a uh, person to this area i'm trying to gather as much information as possible and talking to the dark people of the underbelly of the city is part of that and like i said i've heard about the jade blood drops being part of this salubrious circle that you seem to be involved in i need to make sure that i jump into bed with the right people what check do you want me to give you deception please Please be good. Oh, that jumped. Uh, 13. He nods. It makes sense. I'm new to you. You're new to me. Absolutely. 
I hope I've managed to say it to you. Will you take on the job or no? And Nix looks to Emron with wide eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Puss in Boots. Emron will just look to Nix with a very small shake of his head. Yes, we'll absolutely take on the job. Oh, and Nick fantastic. Will have the hand over. Ah, uh, Fantine shakes your hand and then wipes his hand off. Fantastic. Like I said, next few days, the ship will come in and then um, it's got some goods on it. Like I said, boxes. Uh, look for the ones with the silks and they're the ones we're looking for. How you do it, who you kill, I don't give a fuck either way, okay? Just get me my goods, bring them here. 560 gold pieces I'll put upon your palm, good sir. Uh, will it just be the two of you or will there be a larger group uh, joining you? Be or is that not my concern? I don't and really that's mind. That's not of your concern. Way. However, what's the ship's name? I don't know the ship's name particularly. You might have you to just do know some it's asking. From Dralic. I do indeed. Uh, there is one every couple of days that comes from Dralic. You see, um, if you ask down at the docks, I'm sure some of the boys down there would know what what we're looking for, and uh, you know what it might be. I believe Fair. it comes from Scorch Helm, which is the uh, the port area side of Dralak. Yeah. Um, oh, he and, speaks. And one will look to Nix. Boss, don't we have uh, some of our own stuff we need to shift as well? Yes, but I don't think that this gentleman is the right sort of... I don't know if he does have the knowledge. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, excuse me, sorry for being an eavesdropper right there in your conversation, but I'm a very knowledgeable person, I'll have you know. Please, a uh, hulking figure of a man, ask away. If I know, um, I might tell. Emron, uh, Fred, you feel free to uh, tell our new friend here what our problem is. And just before you, uh, uh, Emron, as you step forward, about to say, we just quickly pass outside to uh, the waiting figures of uh, Alpha and uh, Rain stood outside in the warm sun uh, as passing traffic continues to pass in and out of the city, outside the city gates of Sleekard. Alpha, you're a literary man. When, when people say, give me a minute, is that like 60 seconds to you or do you, when do we go in there? I'm, I'm confused as to what we're doing right now. This has got away from me. One would assume we indeed wait two minutes. However, from previous reading experiences, we are waiting for a signal of some description. I, I, However, I don't recall any. You're supposed to have perfect memory. I don't recall anything about the <laughs> signal. There was, no, there was nothing mentioned. I'm speaking from experiences from reading my books. What do you think is going to happen now? For Nick's going to start like waving at the window, or he's going to like wave the shutters, or the door's going to blow open. What What do you think is going to happen exactly? I am unsure. We could confirm, and in no, 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 we're not going to go in there and drop. No, don't, don't, don't. No. Oh, 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 I, I am not going in there. Is. And I'm just going to put my hand towards my temple, and I'm going to cast message as a cantrip directly into Emron, um, and I'm just going to speak to him and said is it time for us to come in yet if you are in need of assistance please go near the window 
we follow the message through the door, whoop, in towards everyone, just to take in a big breath in to speak to, um, to speak to uh, Fessin, uh, not Fessin, oh God, I forgot his name, uh, Tristan, <gasps> takes the breath in, whoop, that message goes into your head, everyone. So everyone will open his mouth for a moment. Are there any windows in this place, Mark? There are, there's one large bay window that sits, uh, the door is behind you to the right, the window is behind you and to the left. Okay. Just repeat the message for me, Callum. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, is it time for us to come in yet? If you are in need of assistance, please go near the window. Enron will take a step, um, sort of, and he'll go to Tristan. Well, what me, uh, me boss is trying to say is we've got certain stuff that we need to shift down south, if you get my meaning, without us knowing, or without folk who might be interested in it, knowing we're shifting stuff. And everyone will be just, as he's talking, sort of wondering um, and going towards the window as he does this you are going towards the window yes okay you two outside the window you would have seen emron stand near the window tristan is going to respond and then you guys literally just walk in whenever you want i uh, just let me know when you do oh it depends on the wares in which you are transporting i have a number of different groups if it's uh, valuables i have one group if it's people i might have another group it depends what what exactly are you hoping to to uh, well, to move. Oh, I Something. guess we're going in. Okay, Alpha's going. I guess we're going in. Yeah, Alpha oh. would start to lead the way. He would quickly turn towards Reigns and say, he's gone towards the window. I believe he's in need of assistance. And Alpha would kind Weird of logic, run quickly okay. towards the door, stop himself, almost like complete emergency break style, and then just open the door. Oh... Hello. Uh, oh, that was a strange bit of my voice there. Um, may I help you, young sir, and uh, other sir? Uh, yes. Ha. Um, we are just uh, perusing in the area. We are a fan of uh, bazaars and curiosities and all sorts of strange and wonderful things. And I saw this quirky little shop the over there, and I said to my friend here, Dear Archibald, wouldn't it be good to go into that shop and just see what sort of quirky curiosities they have with inside? And I was very excited to come in. I couldn't wait. It seems so lovely. Well, uh, thank you. Please uh, feel free to peruse the wares as long as you wish. I'll be stood here with my two compatriots uh, discussing some important business matters. So please feel free to interrupt us at any time. What sort of stuff does he sell here? Because Reigns could... Is it what this is? Performative. There is genuine stuff in here that would probably interest Reigns. There is a whole variety of knickknacks and uh, trinkets, small porcelain, lots and lots of china and porcelain goods, small statues of uh, old gods, banished gods, banned gods, illegal gods, um, god gods, the triumvirate, uh, Akiva... Uh, on one side, and then everything else you can imagine from dried herbs and spices all the way through to strange book 
books of uh, written in tongues and words that are illegible to the to, to you, um, all the way through to glass items, glasses, glasses for your eyes, glasses for your drinks, uh, a selection of alcoholic beverages. I mean, we're talking literally like one of those shops that just the more you search, the more subcategories you find of things. So um, you search long enough, you'll pretty much find anything. Uh, as they, as they, the other two kind of wander off to start looking on the store, um, Tristan will watch them walk, 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 and when he feels they're comfortably out of earshot, turn back. Um, so you were saying some, right. uh, just some things you needed to move. Let, let us level with you here. Okay. Do you see the fancy man at the front of the shop? I do. I was thinking of actually trying to rip him off in a moment. Would you wish to join me? No, he's the guy that we're trying to smuggle. He doesn't know it. We have befriended him and we are trying to smuggle him. He's wanted in Dralak and we need to find him safe passage to the way there. I was told that you might know people about this. Now, the good thing is you've already told me what you deal with. And I am very interested in the pirate job. But I also have a job of my own. Try and keep this under your hat. He is unaware that he is a prisoner at the moment. We have done quite a good job, Fred and I. And I'd like to keep it that way. Tristan takes a moment. He looks up and down the mark that you've picked. Who's the other one? A bodyguard of some sort or one of your men? He's one of Fred's mates, friends. And he's totally unaware. He's not all sentient, so yes. Oh, I meant the one we're capturing, the one that we're smuggling down. Oh, no, he's all there in the mind. Uh, but unaware just, of, the, of the plight of his He's unaware. His he's unaware. Hmm. So work okay. your charm. Don't let him know. I feel like we're quite similar people just trying to make our way in life without so, the law bringing us down. This is why you asked me about the jade blood drops. This is exactly people why I asked smuggling. you about the jade blood drops. I see, I see. It'll cost you 10 gold pieces for the information I'm going to give you, Nox Perel. But if I take on the pirate job, surely I shouldn't have to pay you money for information. I don't deal with could and woulds in the future. I deal with here and now. I have information in my brain. I need payment for that information. Fine, but if the I payment send for the someone, other is otherwise. If I send someone in to do the pirate job for you, I expect ten more gold added to the contract. How about this? You can take everything else on the boat. As I said, up to 3,000 gold pieces worth of other supplies that are all yours if you can if you can carry them. Fair enough. Here's 10 gold and Thank Nix you. will just slide it over. The jade blood drops are an awful bunch of cunts if you don't mind my French. <laughs> I only deal with them every now and then if I must do so. And he keeps looking round at Reigns at this point. However... If you can get him there. Now, there's one of two ways we can do this. One, I knock him out with my cane, and he picks up a cane. I smack him over the back of the head, and we drag him down, and we take him to where the jade blood drops take the take their 
people and they pass them over. Or Nick if he's on a-, a long moment at that, just to kind of, hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or the other option is we call the J blood drops and we wait five or six days as they finish up whatever crap they're doing at the moment to come and capture the man we're looking at and then take them down and eventually blah, 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 wasting my time, wasting yours. The other option is you just go to the Jade blood drops. You go to where they do the transfer. You tell them you came from me. You tell them, you know, Chris, Tristan Green Eye. You tell them uh, um, you're one of my men and um, you can go in that way and then you can just drop him off there under their care. They might take a payment. They might not. That's their call. That's the business of being under or above the law, you see. And then there you go. They pass on. They transfer down to Dralak. Uh, you get your money. I get mine. Okay. How do we go about finding this place? Well, it's quite straightforward, really. I tell you the directions and then you go there. Okay. Give us the directions then. I've given you the money. I... Okay. Yes, option B, option B. I'm trying to option be C. The thir- that's the third one. The second one was the one where we call them in and they then take him from here. I see your meaning. You want to go to Catherine's Old Mill, which is if you go on the map I haven't given you, on the, uh, on the Union Pass Road out of town, and you go on that for about half a day, as you get along the road, you see a broken down uh, windmill and an old abandoned farm there. If you go around the back of the windmill, there is a passage leading underground to a very large area, which are a number of jail cells, which the jail blood drops use to transfer people from that area across the border, you see. It's underground, so people don't really see it. And because it's at that end of the town, you see, it's quite close to the border with Drelak in about half a day's walk if you're quick at night to get to the border and then when you pass the border into the sandlands uh, they can't touch you this is exactly why I came to you I'm glad I know. to see you lived up to the legend one more thing so he doesn't suspect anything can you find him something in this shop for him to buy he likes gadgets and tinkering anything to keep his hands busy while we take him across the journey he's interested in everything you might make some coin uh, he smiles a toothy grin at this and you can see a few teeth missing in his otherwise pristine and porcelain face let me see what i can do thank you but apart that. from that we're still on for the the silk job correct if all goes well, you should have a person called Fasil come into this shop. He writes that down. Fasil, I will look for him or her and uh, await their arrival and the arrival of my silks. Just a reminder, Nox Perel, I am not one to be fucked around with. Bear that in mind. I don't normally work in futures and things that might and could and should happen in the past and in the future. I'm going out on a limb here. Do not disappoint me, Nick. Sorry, Nox Carell. That was a general faux pas. That wasn't that. Oh, bugger. Fuck that. Up. <laughs> sorry, I'm reading my notes. Uh, Nox Perel. That was a, a, a genuine slip up. He doesn't know your name at all. Listen, Tristan, it goes two ways. If I find the information you've given me is any whole, any sort of falsehood, you won't be breathing the next day. And that I understand too, and I appreciate your candor, Knox. Thank you very much. Uh, excuse you have an me, accord. sir. Uh, sir, over there uh, with the lovely yes. jacket on. Hello Hi. there. Uh, anything that's taken your interest or your perusal of of late? 
Oh, well, um, I, I assume uh, my, my friend here, uh, Archibald, um, he's, he's more of a construct, a servant. It, it's a long, we have this thing in Shadowman. I won't bore you with it. But um, we don't know the area. And we, uh, uh, these two people said they, they come in here before us, that they're like our guides. And they're just, they said they'd find me somewhere where I could find some novelty. And this appears to be the place. I was admiring your statues of the deities. Didn't see any of the Shadow Men. I didn't see Soul or Selene anywhere along there, but that's okay. Um, is there anyone in particular you recommend? Oh, I'm so sorry. Unfortunately, some of the gods, especially in, in the uh, more um, the quieter kingdoms, so we speak, sometimes don't like to export many of their religious, sacrilegious items, you see. But, and he pauses for uh, a second. Don't worry about it. Don't, well, you said, I mean, wait a second, or... It was just, it was, it was just, he was pointing for a second, he was going to scan over, and it was a question to you, Darren, specifically. Yeah. Is MC, is he out and about? Is he No, he's in the person? back holding. He's, he's in, in the, the back, back holding. Person. Okay, yeah. and he wouldn't have been out at all once you entered the store. I wouldn't have brought him in the shop. Um, okay, not he's very, very, uh, we, we're supposed to be giving the fact that there is, um, that I'm not necessarily who I say I am, and he is completely identifiable to me. Yeah, um, I was about to say. So, no, he's in the bag of holding. As a problem. He's going to uh, quickly take a second, look you up and down. He'll tell you what, I'm doing a special deal at the moment with these items here. And he points to a number of white porcelain uh, statues on the side. But these are all crap for those uh, normal tourists you get here and around, you see. This is the one for you, my friend. And he pulls out a statue. And it's a statue of a, um, it seems like a billowing cloud. And upon inside the billowing cloud is comes like a figure of a large silhouette of a tall man wearing armor and an axe on his shoulder. This is a shrine, a small namesake, if you will, a keepsake to one of the, the newer religions that have come back into the order uh, for a kiva, you see. It's quite a lovely piece. This one is not part of the deal that I'm currently running. But if you notice, and he pulls it back, it's got a little area here where you can put all your sweeties within it and closes it back up again. It's all made of 100% definitely real uh, slit guardian porcelain, you see. And I'll sell it to you for the, for the grand old price of four silver. Silver pieces. Four silver pieces. This is such a lovely shop. There is a fifth. Fifth silver piece, just for you. Oh, you are too kind, good sir. And please, let me throw in this um, snack bar that I have. A specialist, just to, just to sleep guard, you see. Let me just go and get it for you. And he ponders back and comes back with a small oat bar thing. Why they, why they, anyway, uh, and uh, he, um, he, he slowly folds like a, a dried leaf over and around it. It's a specialty of our type round here. It's quite fruity on the nose, actually, and will really keep you sated through the day and night. That is most kind of you. Thank you. Not um, a problem. Your custom is always welcome at the Elvenir. Well, uh, Archibald, I do believe that our business is done here. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. I, uh, I would say that. Have you got everything you need, my friend? Yes. I, I, Good. I am content. Did this shop hold up and live up? To what we said, me and Fred. I sincerely hope so. What about Wonderful. you, Archibald? What do you think, Archibald? This shop is indeed most fascinating. I temporarily disabled my audio, audio communication device. 
<laughs> well, there you go. I couldn't have said it better myself. We have other places in Goldview to show you. We must not dally here. Come on, let's go. Well, may I ask, where are you off to next then, good sir? Have you ever heard of the pub? The Half Hoof Inn. Oh, I have. Is this where you're taking this fine gentleman next? A uh, very good place. And actually fits in nicely with the Akiva uh, little penchant he's just bought as well. Oh, well, happy days. We're going to Half Hoof Inn. Well, won't that be just a delight experience? And you say he keeps in with this guard here thing that I've got. Oh, absolutely. You take it there. They might even throw in an extra, an extra pint of ale. That is fascinating. And what is this guy? What does he do? Because uh, we only have two gods in Shadow Man, and if you look out your window, you'll see Sol. He's blazing in the sky, shining down on all of us on this fine day. And Selene, as you know, well, we might not know, but that's the moon you see, and the moon and the sun are married, and then there's like a, a dawn. We call it the gods passing, and that's when Selene... Anyway, I'm boring. Oh, that you sounds very that. confusing, but it sounds very important well, quite at simple. the same time. Sun in the sky, Sol rolls the night day... Moon in the sky, mm. so then rolls the night. It's a, it's a simple. I don't believe I'm qualified to really speak about the gods. I'm not a particularly religious man, more than the services I must do to my triumvirate when and when I must. Uh, when it comes to Akiva, I, 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 to be honest, I'm not down with the kids as it comes to uh, this type of new religion they're bringing in at the moment. So uh, it's a maybe, new religion. Hey, well, it's a, it's an old and a new one. It's gone out of fashion, so to speak. But let me not keep you from the uh, the half hoof in. Uh, lovely to meet you, sir. And he hands out a uh, a few fingers to shake to shake the hand uh, of, of Rain. Dandy as cotton candy. It's lovely to meet you too, my man. <laughs> oh, what a lovely expression. And you, uh, was it um, Archie Archibald? Lovely to meet you. Call him you Archie. Archie. I am Archie. And yeah, I'm just going to meet his hand. Good. See? He just, repeat, He's he just, just repeats his name. Fantastic. And um, he yeah. looks over and his, his, his kind of falsetto smile drops slightly. Lovely to see you two again. Please uh, don't be a stranger here. And oh, Knox, I'd be very excited to, to see you again in a few days in particular. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your business. It's a pleasure as always. Goodbye. Enjoy the lovely Slid Guardian day. You have a soul blessed day. Good sir, a soul blessed day. Shannon okay, down. let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on, the time's a wasting. Farewell, this has been a mighty fine venture. And Goodbye. you leave the store as a, as a four, with him still stood there, waving and smiling rather sardonically at you all. What the hell was that? Oh, we got a lot to explain. You guys came in a bit late. I was hoping that you would be coming in earlier. Yeah, we, were, we, were, we, were, we were deliberating what a couple of minutes went, and Alpha went for the literal, I went for the metaphorical, and then eventually he said Emron stood in the window, and then, but for some reason that's when we decided to come in. Regardless, we were, we were, and actually Nick looks at the door and then kind of, makes the motion to shimmy oh, people yeah. along the road. I would have said that once we were well away. I wouldn't have said that while we were in. So we've uh, we've got ourselves a uh, place that the Jade Blood Drops keep folk. Nix is going to walk, because he's ushering the group, mm. but he's walking south down towards the docks area. But that's just, I know that's further away, yeah. but east. that's just east. Sorry, he's east, walking yeah. east 
towards the docked area, but as we're all in deep conversation, he's just kind of moving along that area. We need to add uh, out of city towards a uh, mill. Yeah. And that's where they keep underground. They keep they have cells down there where they keep for that are going to shift. That could be where Marauder is. Well, hopefully it's where Marauder's heading. We can get there first, and well, I don't pay, think the, pay those fuckers back for the ambush that they being gi- given that we stayed overnight. I reckon that they're probably there before us. No, no, no. The, 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 the chap, the guy who was helping us, he said two days. We got, uh, we got maybe time. that was two days before they shift to the south. Going down to Dralak. That's just well, my that's, understanding that's... too. So I reckon if she's anywhere, she's there. So I reckon now we've got away from that place, we should uh, make our way there. He says, "How the hell did you get that information out of them?" It took that's a long story. Put it this way: he wanted us to do something we weren't going to do, so we had to come up with something else. Uh, okay. Something we're definitely not going to do, are we, Nix? Uh, I will not get you involved whatsoever, Amron. Um, basically, Reigns, we offered you up as bait. He thinks that you are our captive and we are <laughs> in need to smuggle you out of the city. Okay, fair enough. Well, it, works. it worked really well. And I must say, you played your parts exceptionally well. Amron, you're a little bit too close to your own character sometimes, but we can we can work on what, that. Don't, don't know what you're talking about. I was I was just me. So why are we heading into the city if we need to be heading out? Of I it? think we Sorry. were just given the impression we were heading towards Arfuf. How about we uh, oh, okay. turn about and head towards uh, Keth Wright's mill? Then I do not wish to hesitate any longer. No, I agree. I believe Unless haste you... and haste must be had. Unfortunately, I must bid adieu to you and I will catch you up down the road I won't be long but I need to go and check on my ship and make sure that everything is okay there especially after the fire and with the show coming up like you said earlier Reigns although I'm not part of the cast probably would be good for me just to Mm. check on in and make sure that they don't need me for the upcoming festivals and play uh, We're not from around will... here, so perhaps we should just come with you. It's probably better than sticking. No, no, no. Emran, uh, Emran. If you don't want to wait haste, then... I see no harm in him going back to his ship and catching us up. I mean, that's what it Marauder is his friend. I'm sure he's exactly. okay with uh, delaying slightly. Won't be delaying. I trust you guys to get there as soon as possible. This is what teamwork's all about, right? I see no harm uh, in it. Sure. I will catch you up. I will be there before you, even. I'm very fast. I just need a check-in. Literally, okay. won't be long. Okay. And as uh, Nyx leaves the stun three, uh, with a plan ready in motion, ready to go, a name, a place to find, and finally get back your fifth member, Marota, from the Jade Blood Drops, Nyx is chosen to party splits. Uh, we leave the three Shadow Mendians stunned, stood on the streets of Goldview as Nyx dives down an alleyway towards his ship, the Esmeralda, and the docks, and maybe his comeuppance. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Good stuff, guys. Bum, bum, We've got it. We've got a place to go. That was awesome. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Well oh, played, Nyx. guys. Well played. Oh, Nyx. What, Nyx?
I know what you're going to do. Damn right. Everyone's <laughs> going to break your horseshoe. <laughs> We're going to see what happens. And thank you very much for tuning in, listening, making us a party every day week. We love you for it. If you wanted to keep up to date with the podcast, you can do so on one of our various social media pages. We have a Twitter page, which is at Fellowship Table. We have a Facebook, which is Fellowship Table. And we have an internet address thing, <laughs> which is FellowshipTabletop.com. <laughs> oh. We've got an internet thing. <laughs> We've got an internet thing. The what internet. On your happy thing. We've got the internet. We have on your modem. Make sure that no one is on the phone when you access it, okay? <laughs> if you wanted to go one step further and follow us individually, you can do so on our individual Twitter pages that we individually have. My individually. individual Twitter page is at iRolled1. Callum's individual Twitter page is at the D20 Gamer. Will's individual Twitter page can be found at at Natural20 Will. Happy Times Darren's individual Twitter page can be found at Happy Times Darren, uh, Darren Page 06, <laughs> all both really one I use on the weekends. And our incredible DM can be found at Hastily Rolled DM. Until next time, guys. Farewell. Farewell. Individually, 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 individually.